0: welcome back to the quack report my name is carter with me on zoom is nate hello how are you doing
1: not too bad yourself
0: not bad it hanging is in there yeah i'm hanging in there hanging in there <laughs> it is a thursday afternoon uh 3 p.m almost 3 p.m where we are uh it's sunny it's like it's got to be 30 degrees 28 degrees out as yeah what i'm told we got to clarify
1: Celsius because there's Celsius to Fahrenheit. Yeah. yeah, if you're American,
0: you can go fuck yourself. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. I'm searching um, it up right now. Okay, what do we say? 20,
1: 25 Celsius? 28. Or 28. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 28. Nate, you're too nice.
0: I was going to make him do it themselves.
1: <laughs> 28 Celsius to Fahrenheit. So it's about 82 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Cool. So I think, yeah, cool. I think the States is the only place to use Fahrenheit, though. Like, everywhere I so. else just use Celsius. There's got to be
0: special. Yeah. I uh, I was watching Hamilton um, earlier in the week. Oh, yeah. How was yeah. that,
1: actually? I haven't I haven't looked at it yet.
0: It's really good. Uh, like, I'd heard the soundtrack before, but I'd obviously never seen it. Um, it's really interesting, like, actually getting to watch it. Hmm. But uh, you get to see how spoiled uh, Americans are and, like, how much <laughs> they just don't want to be part of Britain anymore. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: <laughs> I mean, we... Like, Canada is but isn't in a weird way.
0: I I mean, we didn't throw a massive temper tantrum to to get out of it. We just, like, sent a document that we're like, yo, can we leave home now? And then (laughs) Mama Queen was like, yeah, sure, see you later. Hey, we want to move out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But anyways, it is hot here. I am sweating. I uh, recently just got a Medicine Hat Brew Co. Uh, Medicine Hat is a southern Alberta city. And uh, it's a creamsicle beer. Oh, dang! And it's my day off, so I don't care if it's a three p.m. on a Thursday. Are we sponsored? No, but I hope so because that tastes real good.
1: I wonder if they can mail beer. Maybe we should actually see if they can uh, they can sponsor, and then they could, you know, get some mailing. Probably that'd be
0: interesting. I mean, you you can get like meals delivered to your door, right? Like those. Yeah. Uh, those meal prep boxes and they keep them cold so yeah you could you, you could, could get some beer. cold beer delivered
1: yeah that'd be interesting yeah i should maybe see about that it is good beer it's
0: very, it is good, very beer. good beer yeah they yeah creamsicle beer would recommend which one is your favorite from there actually ooh my favorite of like the main um like the main set that they're always producing is the uh blood orange yeah that's my um, favorite too yeah, but, like, the the kind of specialty ones that they do, my favorite's the uh, tart cherry. Ooh, interesting. It's quite sour, and I like a little bit of, like, tang in my beer, I guess. Fair enough. So, yeah. Nice. You said the blood orange was your favorite? Yeah,
1: blood orange is my favorite. I always go for yeah. that
0: one. Fruity beer is so good. Like, yeah.
1: Like, it, that. that's not to say that I don't like, you know, like, a normal-tasting beer or whatnot. Like, oh, yeah. Um... Yeah, like if I get beer, otherwise it'd be like a Molson Canadian or uh, like a Bud Light or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, Guinness is pretty good too. Oh yeah, so can't go wrong like, with the Guinness. Like Guinness. Guinness and steak. Oh Ooh, man, there you go. Sign me yeah, up. Yeah, you want you want a filling meal right there. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but
0: yeah, no, just the kind of the fruity ones are just really good. So especially in the summertime, like yeah. I don't think I've ever had like a grapefruit or like an orange. Beer in the wintertime, but in the summertime, there's just something about sitting outside with no shirt on drinking like a, a blood orange beer.
1: Yeah, exactly. The thing is, though, is when I do that, I have a paparazzi looking over my fence going, Why the hell is Shamu in the middle of Alberta right now? <laughs> 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 Uh, all right should we uh, should we get some actual news yeah instead of me out. just ripping
0: myself a new one <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that's a pretty good idea right there um, so obviously the big news uh, just came out a couple days was it yesterday two days ago so yeah I,
1: I, I thought it was no it was, yeah it was no two days ago two days ago two
0: days ago yeah yeah because
1: I saw it while I was working
0: <laughs> right
1: yeah <laughs> popped popped up on my watch nice
0: but yeah troy terry uh a current ducks player that we all love at least i hope we all do because he's double t double t good old tt (laughs) uh signed a three-year contract extension worth 4.35 million dollars that's total not annual the aav is 1.45 uh per year that is correct so very friendly deal um i'd say well deserving for troy terry um Really good for the team to, you know, continue adding some free agents. Uh, Troy Terry was going to become an RFA um, this offseason, so got him signed and out of the way right off the bat, which is pretty nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the interesting thing for me looking at uh, Cap Friendly here is he actually takes just the tiniest bit of a pay decrease on his average uh because he was on his entry level contract of uh nine hundred twenty-five thousand. And uh but he was making uh ninety-two and a half thousand on bonuses. So I put him to his average of one point four nine one six six seven. So oh, he, yeah. he took just like the tiniest little bit of a cut, but I mean I'm sure bonuses all come into play and that's gonna jump to it could jump to like two oh, million yeah. or something like that. But I thought that was kind of interesting taking a look at that actually. That is, yeah.
0: It's uh it's definitely like one of those uh, prove it contracts yeah. like he's got like if he has some some really good seasons even just if his last season and a half are like amazing like he could easily get a like a solid pay raise in there.
1: Well, and it's so. it's pretty good money considering how much hockey he's actually played. You'd think you think he would have uh, played a lot more. Uh, but this season, uh you know, there's a little bit of the injury uh stuff going on, but uh, he played 47 games this year, had four goals and 11 assists for 15 points, six penalty minutes. So, you know, 15 points from, uh, well, he was typically in our bottom two lines. That's that's not terrible. That's not terrible money either. Like you said, it's a prove-me contract. Uh, but there is a lot of potential, I think, to this kid, uh, kid when he's only a couple months younger than I am. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it is that prove-me contract that. Um, you know, you take that and yeah, he could be making a lot more in the next couple of years here. Uh, Mm -hmm. When I was saying uh, in terms of his hockey overall, though, the guy has played one game short of a full season in the NHL over the last three, he's played 81 games, eight goals, 20 assists for 28 points and eight penalty minutes. So really this season, I think did show us a little bit more of what he's capable of uh, considering that he scored half of his goals and over half of his assists uh this season
0: alone so mm-hmm. yeah for sure and um like the the 81 games over three seasons that's pretty normal for a elc guy As, like he played what two games you said yeah, in his two, first season? yeah two
1: games in his first season uh then he played 37 in the uh no sorry 32 in the 18-19 season and then 47 games this year okay so but uh, you could definitely tell uh, looking into some of the deeper stats, even just the shots alone, uh, that he's given a bit more uh, offensive opportunities, I think. Uh, for the 18 19 season in 32 games, he had 25 shots. Uh, but then you come into the 19 20 season in 47 games, he had 73. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can hmm. find uh, his time on ice somewhere. I'm not sure if I'll be able to find that but
0: see what we can do see if it happens yeah um his uh his goal stats are pretty good as well um like over point per game in the AHL um this last season 16 points in 14 games the season before 41 points in 41 so those are uh, really solid numbers for the AHL like those are you know top line or at least second line numbers for mm-hmm. the AHL and um so yeah I think he really just needs more time in the NHL and I think that um he can do it he he can for yeah. sure yeah and um with all the young guys that we brought in kind of in the um around the trade deadline there I think there's going to be a lot of competition for the bottom spots on the roster. And I think T- Terry's going to be part of that. Yep. And kind of having that push from some of the other guys to just get on the roster is really going to show us what Troy Terry can do. Yeah. At least this season. Yeah, for so. sure.
1: Uh, I did find his uh, time on ice. He had 682 minutes in those 47 games. So it averages to about 14 and a half minutes a game. That's pretty, that solid, is pretty solid, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, I do remember a time he was playing with uh, Laugh on that top line. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't a lot, but I I know that he had some good chemistry with him, and just kind of knew where to be. And Getzlaff would give him the puck, um, kind of right where he wanted it. Yeah. So it was a he he showed some promise uh, up there, and I think if he can um, see some time with Getzlaff again this next season, I think that he could really prosper. Obviously, he'll have to earn it though. Yeah lots of guys that want to play with gets Uh
1: really quick sidetrack. Now that you brought him up, do you think we see maybe a little bit of a step back from Ryan gets as much as he did lead the team in, what was it? Assists. Um, just to maybe allow some of those younger guys to get in there. You maybe see him taking a step back to the sec to second line center.
0: I think so. Yeah. I think Henrique is going to get that shot at the number one center role. Um, like I think he's going to have to earn it. He's going to have to prove that he's better than Getzlaff. But yeah, and then I, I think that Sam Steele is also going to be fighting for like a, a second-line center role. I don't know if it's going to be his time yet. But yeah, I could see Getzlaff maybe kind of becoming that second-line um, player. Because he does have one more season,
1: uh, which will be the upcoming one left on his contract. Uh, still had a cap hit of eight point two five million, with oh excuse me, with uh three million extra in oh that's a signing bonus, sorry, not uh, not okay. a playing bonus, but um but yeah, I, I was just kind of wondering about that because yeah, you have you know your captain, the guy did lead us in assists this year, but you also can't uh, how do you put it can't let kind of the older guard keep the younger guard back in a way when the younger guard should mm-hmm. be advancing, right? So that they can yeah. take that over.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, I think gets laugh. I think he can still put up the numbers. It's just if he can keep up with, you know, the other first lines in the yeah. league. Because more often than not, it's the top two lines are kind of matched all night long. And if you think about some of the speed, you know, teams like Edmonton or Colorado, um, even like some of the, the rivalry teams like San Jose and L.A., like they're fast on their top yeah. lines. So are you, are you going to put Getzlaff to, to back check against those guys and then he's gassed, isn't going to be able to go back the other way and just hits the bench right away? It, it's not really the best use. So, I mean, I think if he can do it, let him. But if not, you know, you get the young guys yeah. up there. So yeah, that was a little bit of a sidetrack from Troy Terry, but um also I think if Terry and Getzlaff play together, then that could be the first, like the top line. You have Getzlaff, Terry, Milano. Milano and Terry are able to oh be Oh
1: my god, that would be those good. Speedy guys, <laughs> Getzlaff can just be like,
0: here you go, guys, and then just kind of coast in yeah.
1: with the defense. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what Getzlaff has always been is like the dish the dishmaster, right? That's why we call him Captain Clutch. So he comes up with those clutch plays that whether he's scoring the goal or giving it to somebody who scores, yeah. right? Um I mean, yeah, like he is that he is that playmaker, uh, center honestly. Yeah. So and put Milano and uh yeah, Terry even
0: on uh on his wings there, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could uh it could work quite well. There was the play earlier this season. I don't remember who ended up scoring the goal. I want to say it was Max Jones. But I could be wrong, but it was the play where Getzlaff was skating behind the net and like with the puck, and then he just did that oh, sneaky yeah, behind the, the back, no look, no yeah. look pass right out in front. Totally just fucked the goalie. And I'm pretty sure it was Max Jones <laughs> that ended up putting that just
1: in. absolutely fucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, know
1: I, I know the play you're talking yeah. about. Yeah,
0: so like those kind of plays, you know, if Getzlaff can just use his big body to get it to the, the speedy young wingers. That's yeah. that's a match made in heaven right there. Very much so.
1: You know, I actually wouldn't even mind Terry on the second line there with, uh, with Henry if it's not uh, kind of like a limited role or that sort mm-hmm. of thing or... Uh, yeah, I just put him with Henry because you still had the chemistry of Soferberg and Getzlaff as well. That too, yeah. And then throwing Milano into that was really good, I thought. Yeah, so. for sure.
0: You know, I think there's lots of options in the top six, which is nice yeah. to have for a rebuilding team. You got you mm-hmm. got stuff to work with and you can figure out what works and what doesn't. So,
1: And I think you can see the potential already in this team. Um, and you could see it in glimpses this season as well. I know there was a few times where we were just like, wow, what the hell is this team doing right now? <laughs> like, you understand they're in the middle of a rebuild, but it's like, God, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, But there were definitely those moments that you could see the kind of team that they could become. Kind of that that next evolution, I guess, of the success they've had over the last, what, five, ten years? Yeah,
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely after the trade deadline was a huge eye-opener for the potential of this team.
1: It was looking good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. I think there's going to be lots of competition for the roster next year, and that's that's really going to push some guys. And if if guys aren't working out, there's going to be a guy to to take their spot that's ready to go. Yeah. And like, it's just always going to be fresh blood in there that's just like, juice to be in the NHL. So. Love that
1: we're in the middle of like the return to play training camps. Where we're already talking about like the uh, like the next training camp to come already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Um, since you brought it up, let's get into the, uh, return to play just a little bit. Oh, segues. I'll yeah. It. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though the ducks aren't going to be part of it, unfortunately, uh, th- there's still going to be 24 teams, um, which amounts to about six games a day, at least for the beginning of August when everything comes back <laughs> August 1st. And this is where I wish I didn't get a job. because I could just watch hockey all day? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm actually just gonna like carry my phone around and just be streaming games like all day. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have to be checking it every now and yeah. then. Yeah, um, but yeah, like there's gonna be tons of hockey to watch. I think anyone who's uh, even like remotely a hockey fan, even if their team's not part of it, they're gonna be just hungry for some hockey. Cause I mean, yeah. we got gypped of you know anywhere between eleven and fifteen games, depending on where your team was at, of some of the best hockey that you get to see, you know, those playoff pushes are wild. So
1: yeah, a lot of can happen in there. Well, I mean, take a look last year with Columbus, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So even though the ducks <laughs> weren't going to make it, you know, there was going to be some, they were going to play spoiler to a lot of teams in the Pacific. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just going to be some good hockey. So, um, but no, I'm, I'm stoked to see the, the play in round. It'll be interesting. And then of course we get into round one, which is always just, bonkers stanley cup playoff hockey is another level man
1: i think it's different this year because really that qualifying round whether you want to think of it that way or not is round one because teams are going to be going home after Mm -hmm.
0: exactly even though it's technically not round one it it really is like it's do or die at this point so
1: yeah like really the road to the stanley cup just got even harder if that's even possible Right now, you have to get through five rounds if you're not one of the top four teams from each conference.
0: Yeah, but you still have to play. uh, What is it? Yeah, three games, so that you have a chance at not playing like a team that's close to your skill level. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, We also get—I mean, poor Boston for that one. (laughs) Yeah. Normally, like normally,
1: I'm like I'm not a huge Boston guy. Uh, just, you know, certain players, <clears throat> Brad Marchand. Uh, But, uh, you know, like, like you had the league's best record. Um, how far were they ahead even in
0: points? Oh, dude, it wasn't even close. <laughs> like, I think they were probably like a couple points from clinching the president's trophy.
1: Yeah, like maybe, what, one or two games? Probably, yeah. uh, I'm just seeing if I can find it here. But, like, either way, they were far enough that, like, anything less than first is kind of a jip on them. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at the teams they have to play, it
0: they should be okay.
1: Okay, at, at the time uh the Bruins had 70 games, the Lightning had 70 games, uh, but there was eight points difference between the two teams. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, man, if if Boston doesn't get to keep that first spot, that just hurts. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Yeah, it does. Oh no! Sorry,
1: St. Louis was actually second. My bad. I was looking at the yeah. uh, uh, division. Yes, yeah, they did play an extra uh, game though,
0: so it was. Uh, it okay, was yeah.
1: Close. So e- e- yeah, so St. Louis had seventy-one games, but still had ninety-four points. So it's still a six-point difference. Yeah. And uh, oh my god, it was like a. I'm trying to do the math in my head here, quick. It looks like a twenty-one-point spread or a, a difference
0: spread, goal differential. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, <Jeez. laughs> dang yeah but let's uh let's take a little bit of a sidestep and talk about boston even though we're a ducks podcast like right. <laughs> things are not looking good for them right now they have to do the play-in round as we as you just talked about or like the yeah not the play-in. The, they have the round robin round robin that was the word thank you so they they could potentially become the fourth seed and have to play a team like pittsburgh in the first round yeah and then,
1: if Carey Price doesn't destroy Pittsburgh, yeah. <laughs> See, and th- I think that's going to be the in- that's that's going to be an interesting series as well because it's like, yeah, you have the Pittsburgh Penguins, you have Crosby, you have Malkin, you have Gensel, you have Latang, but then you have Carey Price on the other
0: side of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So,
0: Um and actually, I think I'm wrong. I don't think could they play Pittsburgh or would they have to play in their division? I forget how they're working. Um, or our division is basically non-existent now. Yeah, divisions are basically
1: non-existent. I'm trying to see if um, 2020 playoff bracket. I'm trying to see what it will be here. I want to say no, they can't. No. No, because you still you go back to like the uh, one plays eight, two plays seven, three plays six, four plays five. Mm-hmm. uh scenario in that first round yeah pittsburgh so, would be fifth
0: though right oh maybe they could actually yeah then. yeah boston would have to absolutely shit the bed but it is yeah technically possible that they could have to face a team like that rather than say i don't know like a florida
1: yeah well even then florida was it's kind of back and forth between toronto for quite a
0: while there yeah like, they thought they were going to have an easy round one, just demolishing Toronto. <laughs> and yeah. Now, that all of a sudden, they might have to play Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, that's honestly terrifying,
1: too, that it may not be a Toronto Boston first round because Toronto won't have to deal with that demon in the first, in like, even, well, even the qualifying. If mm-hmm. they get past Columbus, watch out for Toronto, actually. Yeah. That's always been kind of their thing, right? Like, look, like, a, like, even like Washington, a couple, uh, like the last few. Years against Pittsburgh, right? Like, once they beat Pittsburgh, they went on to win the cup. But -hmm. that's always been kind of the thing that's always held them back. If Toronto doesn't have to deal with Boston in the first or even the qualifying round alone, right? It's a bit of a different
0: mindset. Yeah. It's entirely possible that they don't even face in, like, at all. Yeah. Like, it's possible they could not face until the conference finals, but that's only if both of them make it. If Boston loses out in round one or two and Toronto de- doesn't have to face them, then it's entirely possible Toronto goes all the way. And I, yeah, I feel like Toronto is a team that is built
1: for a playoff even like this. Honestly,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know what you mean.
1: And this, this um, is going to be interesting this year.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, with Boston, like they have, they don't have a guaranteed number one spot anymore. Rask took a shot in practice a couple days ago. Left early today.
1: Oh, Pasternak.
0: Yeah, Pasternak it was deemed unfit to play as well as Andre Kasha, our boy. Yep. Um, so they're big question marks. Like can you imagine Boston starting the round robin without Rask um and Pasternak and then okay. depth guy now, Andre Kasha as well? <laughs> now my only argument against this is oh no,
1: Rask is down. Who's the backup? Yaroslav Halak. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think goaltending, they're okay no matter what. That, that's fair. Um, yeah. But, yeah, th- even taking away Pasternak out of the equation. Like, yeah, you still have Marchant and Bergeron, uh, who, uh, who have you. But, like, yeah, yeah Pasternak is a, would be a huge
0: hit. You're missing out on 48 Safe. goals, man. Yeah. You got 48 goals this season. Like, you can't tell me you're not going to miss that. Yeah. So, um, so, I mean, everything, honestly,
1: I at this point i'm just having every player in question until august 1st oh yeah so because so much can happen like everything is changing every day right Mm -hmm. so um and it may not even be anything it could just be oh yeah he's got a bruised leg right now he'll be he's just taking a quick rest day but you think because just because of the way that they aren't really explaining anything right now, which I understand why. But yeah, uh, just the way that they aren't really explaining anything, it's like, yeah, Bruce like could be, oh my god, freaking out because like he broke his neck or something like that. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's taking it to the very extreme, but still, right? Like we don't mm-hmm. we don't know, so it's hard to even speculate as to how much of an impact anything is going to make until we get to August first when you have the actual like roster that you're going to go in there with. And even then, right, if a player misses a practice or something, you have the speculation and whatnot, and you just don't
0: know. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but it's a uh, it's not fun to think about, you know, yeah. other players being injured. But it's interesting, and um, it's okay, entirely before, unexpected. So, yeah.
1: Before we move on to the Western Conference, uh, the matchup that you're going to be watching for the East for the qualifying round. New York and Carolina. New York, Carolina. That'll that's going to be a good series. Oh, yeah. Especially no with... Uh, well, because Carolina was one of the teams to, at first, vote down the way that this was all going to be set up yeah. because of their past deals with New York.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. oh, that this is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, that's going to be spicy. That's going to be a rivalry, I think, yeah. next year as well, Like based on this series. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, the matchup for me is...
1: Like I, I, I want to say that, but I, it's honestly going to be Pittsburgh, Montreal for me because you have the Pittsburgh Penguins versus Carey Price, and it will be Carey Price if Max Domi uh, decides not to uh, join the Montreal Canadiens for uh, the qualifying round. Right? Um, yeah. Him being a diabetic, he is really susceptible, susceptible uh, to COVID, unfortunately, and um, mm-hmm. you know if he decides not to completely understandable nobody should be taking that out on him nobody should really be taking out on any of these players that are deciding to opt out right they have their reasons or whatnot like yes they are entertainment but they aren't um like they're, they're human beings too like they have families yeah. they have lives and everything like that so don't just basically don't be a prick about it um, but yeah, so anyway, if Max Omi isn't there, it will be Pittsburgh versus Montreal. But if you have a hot, uh, or Pittsburgh versus Carey Price, but if you have a hot Carey Price, look out like yeah. there, if Carey Price gets hot, there is no stopping him. Yeah.
0: How many so. games realistically do you think Kerry Price could steal? Like not even just in, in the qualifying round, just like how far could Carey Price take this, this team? just by like stealing games like and winning them like one nothing or like 2-1. <laughs> okay, I know these were like Team Canada
1: Olympic teams, but I just look, I like I know that's oh, like quite a while back, right? 20 uh, what? 2014 uh, and even the world uh, the world cup there in 2016, right? But yeah, it's true you had a stacked Team Canada. But how close those games were, and how uh, Carry Price just coming out and being the best Carry Price he can be, and winning those games for Canada. Oh, yeah. in my opinion. So, yeah,
0: I think. <laughs> do you think like he could drag him all the way to like the conference finals?
1: I could easily see a second round berth if they get mm-hmm. past Pittsburgh. So all like all, like I said, all you need is just a hot Carry Price. Really, any team just needs a hot goalie yeah. at the right moment um but uh but especially for Montreal Carey price just coming out of nowhere and he's rested at this point Oh yeah too. he's ready to go
0: right he's had he's had 4 months off he's been he's firing himself up since and like mid March he's like you know if we make it into the playoffs like I'm rested I'm ready to go like this is my year I'm not I'm not retiring without yep. a cup so <laughs> And and
1: as much as uh yeah like Montreal was definitely sellers at the deadline right cuz they were practically yeah. out at that point um my carrie price could totally screw that up for him <laughs> yeah so i know that's kind of the it's kind of the double-edged sword when you pay uh, a goalie eight something million isn't that what his contract is per year it's something i think so yeah something like that yeah, i think it's eight but uh yeah that's the double-edged story you get you want to be sellers and then you get into a global pandemic which i mean nobody yeah. could foresee but uh yeah no this is uh This man here may just uh, screw up your plan a little bit. Do you think if
0: the series is somehow like two to two, like in that Pittsburgh one, do you think that Mark Bergevin forces the coach to sit Carey Price in game five so that they get Lafreniere (laughs) or have a chance at Lafreniere? If he does, that entire front office (laughs) is going to be fired (laughs) because you have
1: the chance to be a huge upset. Like, yeah, they're the fifth spot, but it's the Pittsburgh Penguins who I don't know if you've heard the stuff that like Crosby and Malkin have been pulling with the rest of their team of like, just like forcing it down. Like, Hey, you don't know how many chances you get to win a cup and whatnot. And like, we want to try to win one more, like with all of us here and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like Pittsburgh is ready to go. And they have been honestly the entire year. Um, I know I uh, counted them out pretty early on in the season. I didn't think it was going to, it was going to work this year. And Montreal could still prove me right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, like Montreal has the chance here to be the huge upset, honestly. That that will be the upset of the qualifying yeah. round yeah, if Montreal sure. wins. All right, should we talk about the West a little bit quick since we talked about the West? Yeah, East the no, whole we time? should.
0: Especially since that's <laughs> the one that's at least closer to home for the ducks.
1: Yeah. Um the round robins for that is going to be really interesting as well. St. Louis, Vegas, Colorado and Dallas. Those are going to be good games. Those are all going to be games oh, I yes. think to watch. Yeah. Cuz those are all like but the, the one thing I find with the West is that the West is a little just a little more physical compared mm-hmm. to the East. And bo- all four of those teams are highly skilled but also are physical. They got some big teams.
0: bodies. Big bodies.
1: Yeah, well, like St. St. Louis, right away comes to mind is uh, uh, like Petrangelo and yeah. Riley, or O'Reilly, sorry. Uh, Vegas, Ryan Reese. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, go to Colorado. That's a bit more of a finesse team, yeah. I guess, but they can beat you up. Well, the same you look at Nathan McKinnon. Physically. He's
0: a big guy too.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is. And uh, and I mean Dallas has just always been that team that's kind of running gun
0: hockey as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So
1: like I I can't even think of like a specific guy to name out because just that mm-hmm. entire team is. If that I had to mentality. name one, I
0: would say Roman Polak. Yeah,
1: like if we can't go around you, we will yeah. go through you. <laughs> but
0: like on all these teams, so. even the top line guys have that mentality. It's like even if they have the puck, they're like, I'm not going around you. I'm going through you. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, O'Reilly, McKinnon, even Sagan. Um, Vegas, I can't think yeah. of a, a player off of them. They've been around for too little time for me to care about them. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Big guys I can think of uh, off of there.
1: Um, yeah, I said uh, Ryan mm. Reeves already. Uh, you got Mark oh, Stone. Yeah. Big, that guy will big do what he forward. has to to get yeah. that goal. And that's a guy that loves to score. Like, he's, a, he's at Ovechkin level of celebrating oh, yeah. every time. <laughs> Like that guy loves it. And uh even um uh I'm picturing him in my head right now. Can't think of it. Was the captain for Montreal? Patrietti. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Patrietti. <laughs> wow, that was terrible. <laughs> why was why was not getting that? Uh yeah, but even like those few guys alone, right? Like they are highly skilled. Oh, Reeves a little less, but the guy can put the puck in the net oh, when yeah. he has to as well. Um, but yeah, those are highly skilled guys that can also go through you if they yeah. have to. Vegas is going to be, I mean, okay, all three, like all four of these teams do have great goaltending. Don't get me wrong, but Vegas is terrifying in the goaltending department because not only do you have Marc-Andre Fleury, but you have Robin Lehner oh, right yeah. behind him.
0: Like, so uh,
1: like, it doesn't matter who you get matched up against in no. net, like you, you it, it's it, gonna does be Vegas
0: do a tandem goalie situation, or do, you, do they just run with Flurry as long as they can? They're going to be running with Flurry, so, I think. Only putting Leonard in yeah. for like back-to-backs, and um, if Flurry has a shit game, that'll be about it.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly, I think if Flurry has a shit game or gets hurt, that's when we're going to be seeing Leonard. I think they're going to be running with Flurry because he's gotten them to this point as yeah. well this season. Uh,
0: that's fair. Yeah. So,
1: but. Uh, St. Louis, uh you have Jordan Bennington who has been lights out this season again, yeah. Showing so oh. far that yeah, his uh his his run last season was not a fluke. He definitely uh you know deserves the uh the attention he's he had mm-hmm. been getting. Oh for sure. Uh Dallas, you got uh you got Bishop
0: and uh Hudobin. There and they're, uh that's yeah. that's an
1: interesting one too mm-hmm. there. Honestly,
0: yeah. I think they're going to run with Bishop as well. But like, oh yeah, that's going to be Rude he's is, is going to step in but... there when he needs to as well. Yeah. So. Who are we missing? Oh yeah, Colorado Philip Grubauer. So he's already got the playoff experience. Yeah, with uh, with uh, Franco. Yeah. In the in the back there in the wings, yeah, gonna make Bennington look like last year's rookie playoff goaltender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly Also, Kale McCarr Get to see him in his second playoffs already That's Yeah be good. Uh,
1: Okay, you know what? We're going to get into this right now <laughs> Who's taking the Calder? This was just announced Was it yesterday or today? Who's taking the Calder? It's uh, McCarr
0: or Hughes You're What's not even your giving me the option of <laughs> no Nah, no, he's not even, even, even giving me the option Because no. you know it's between yeah. these two Honestly, I don't even know I have no idea I think part of me wants to give it to Hughes because he was just like that much of an underdog for those of you that obviously can't see us I'm holding my fingers really close together um, <laughs> he was just like a tiny bit of an underdog like no one was really expecting him to do what he did um, whereas we saw a preview of Makar in the playoffs and people were like oh this guy going to be lights out this year and Hughes just kind of came out of yeah. nowhere and so I, I think I want to give the edge to Hughes just a tad bit but it, it honestly could go either way I've been going with Hughes all year
1: and I'm not changing my stance on Can that. Can they cut
0: the trophy and Hughes half? has <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I I don't know, I think Hughes has been better in almost every way and on a team that shouldn't or it wasn't projected to be where they are right yeah. now. And I think he is actually a key part of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, he, Hughes would be my pick if uh if we could vote on that. Mm-hmm. So uh but you know, speaking of uh Vancouver, that Vancouver Minnesota matchup, that one's gonna be an interesting one, I think. I'm calling a sweep for I, that. I one. feel I feel like Vancouver's gonna take it, but
0: Minnesota could surprise. I don't I know. I mean, Minnesota can only surprise. <laughs> like I don't think there's yeah there's very few enough. people on this planet <laughs> that are like that have Minnesota taken the series, so I wonder how Isha feels about this
1: series cuz he's a Canucks fan but he's working on the Soda podcast. It's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Glad we're not in your position, yeah. Isha.
0: <laughs> Glad our team just didn't make it.
1: <laughs> um Nashville, Arizona is going to be a fun one, I mm-hmm. think. Um I'm honestly pulling for Arizona in that series cuz like You are. This hmm. I I don't know, man. <laughs> I, just, I think they'll do alright I think they will but Arizona I think is going to be a force to reckon with this playoff It'll be interesting Yeah,
0: I guess they are going to be
1: rested They're going to have their goalies back um, Yeah, they, that's the big thing right yeah, there is They
0: have both Ronta and uh, uh, Kemper back yeah. It's just I can't imagine Taylor Hall Having a chance at a first overall pick And not getting it <laughs> <laughs> It's also only his second ever
1: Playoff Appearance though yeah. So I, you know the and he's also coming up on his free agency. You know this guy's going to want to perform to be able to uh
0: you know, make some of his money back I think that mm-hmm. he may have lost over the course of this that's season. That's true. Cuz if he doesn't perform in these playoffs, he might not play in the NHL again. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, I wouldn't go that. I, I don't know, that's man. A, that's a that's a stretch. Would you sign a guy <laughs> who be someone underperforms who, like a star player who underperforms in the playoffs? Would you sign him? I think
1: you just don't sign him as long he's looking for that long-term deal right now with the big payday. Yeah. And I think if he doesn't, you're maybe looking at like a two or three year contract team is definitely going to take a chance on mm-hmm. him because it's Taylor. Yeah. Hall, but is right? Taylor Hall going to take but,
0: that two or three year deal.
1: Well, he, he, if he doesn't, uh, I mean, if he's not offered anything else, he's got no other choice. True. Yeah. Unless he wants to go over to Europe. Yeah. Right. But like you want to play in the NHL, you're a first overall pick. You've, paid your dues at this point yeah. right? <laughs> you may have to just wait two or three more years to get your big payday yeah that's fair so yeah. but i but i think he has proved that he can have the payday it's just more how long is that gonna be mm. i'm not i'm not as much worried about the dollar amount actually as i
0: am just the term, the term. yeah that's the big one so no he's easily gonna make eight million but yeah there's no way yeah, I, I can see seven or eight for yeah. sure I'm, I'm
1: yeah, leaning more towards eight maybe than as high as nine. It, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that term is going to be the big thing.
0: Do you think, think he takes nine million just because of his number? <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, actually. Actually, no, he's not wearing nine anymore, is he? He's wearing 91. 91. Takes 9. yeah. 1, then. <laughs> 9.1 then. <Yeah>. 9.1. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, if we're just kind of going through them. Uh, Edmonton, Chicago. Uh, last I had heard, Corey Crawford was or. unable to play or unable to participate or whatever, uh, that's a huge hit. I mean, no matter what is kind of going on, but at the same time, Chicago wasn't supposed to be here either. And you have that core group of guys who may just go, you know what? We got one more chance given to us. Let's go for it.
0: Yeah. The only thing that scares me is that because Edmonton has a history of being like, oh, this is going to be an easy win. Let's just Fuck around, and then just getting absolutely steamrolled. <laughs> yeah, like we can take Pittsburgh on and like crush them four to one, like on any given night. But like if we play Detroit, like it's gonna be like a, a three two overtime loss. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I that part of me is worried, but it's gonna be a fun series, anyways. It will you know, be. kind of an old uh, dynasty against like a really young core. It's gonna be yeah, gonna be interesting to see how it plays. I think
1: actually the series, though, to watch is this last one here is Calgary and Winnipeg. Oh, yes. Because you had Calgary, who was projected to be so much higher, honestly, and Winnipeg, who was thought to be at the bottom, especially with even just losing Dustin Bufflin, right? Mm-hmm. But you take a look at their defense still, and it's you don't really recognize a whole lot of people. No. <laughs> their offense is insane, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You have Connor Hellebuck, who should win the Vesna. If he doesn't, actually, I will be genuinely upset. Like, that... Like Hellebuck is the reason that they got as far as. Oh they yeah, played, he think.
0: is their defense
1: right like, now. Like <laughs> he is their defense. So if yeah, if the NHL doesn't give him the Vesna, fuck the NHL. <laughs> but yeah. um, but like they're just honestly both these teams are so close together. They've only played each other once this year, which was in their Heritage Classic game. Right. Yeah. And like it could really go either way.
0: Yeah, I honestly win- don't win- think I could win- predict win- that one.
1: Yeah, like when I think okay. My thought: Winnipeg has the advantage in goal, but if Calgary's offense plays the way they can, then Calgary has the advantage there with the defensive core that they have. Mm-hmm. Even losing out Travis Ham-
0: or yeah Travis yeah. to uh, the opt out, I think if Winnipeg plays it super physical like the Abs did last year, I th- I think they've got the series. They have a chance. Yeah. I I think it'll still be four or five games, but it's not going to be that close. Like just because watching the games last year, like it it just didn't look close. Like the Abs were just like dominating the Flames like, with the exception of game 1, obviously. Yeah. But like just on the ice like in terms of physical play and like board play, it was like all avalanche. And if Winnipeg comes out and does that, then they have a shot. But I don't know if they have like the guys like the Avs did to be, to be able, able to, to do, do that. that. I think they have more of the skill guys as well, so that's what makes it really interesting for me.
1: I think the thing with Calgary too is because they had such an early exit after being first in the West and everything like that too, they have just been angry the entire season. Oh, yes. And even... like. Like, it, he's known as boring Sean Monahan because he just gives the most boring answers and just, like, is kind of monotone in a way and whatnot. But, like, there was an interview the other day with him that you, he actually got fired up a bit and said, like, we got embarrassed and we sucked and we're not going to let that happen again. So they have been gearing up for this since that uh, ass-kicking to Colorado last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! So, no, like, they're going to be ready.
1: I, I, th- yeah, they are one hundred percent going to be ready. So yeah, it'll it'll definitely be interesting. So yeah, that's that's my pick for the series to watch. Is the hashtag
0: for that series just hashtag grit? Honestly, though, no. <laughs> that's what both teams need. That's that's yeah. literally all they need. Yeah, no, that's yeah, going to be a good be series. I'm gonna. To I, I think that's going to be one of my favorites as well. Yeah. Besides the Edmonton one, obviously. (laughs) But I am going to watch the Calgary one, cheer for Winnipeg the whole time, and enjoy every second of it. There you go. Um, All right, what else do we got? What else? So NHL draft, uh, tentatively scheduled for October 9th and 10th, which is just a week after they're projecting the Stanley Cup final to finish. They're kind of saying around beginning of, I think October 3rd or October 2nd was the date that... um, like the the very last possible date of the Stanley Cup final. So they're going to give us the draft right away. And a team that
1: has a chance for the playoffs is going to take the first overall pick because fuck making sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. Like Actually, here in Montreal, we're going to give you a chance and see if Carey Price can just get hot. Uh, but uh, the uh, consolation prize is uh, Alexia Lafreniere.
0: Yeah, you know if Montreal gets kicked out, <laughs> Bettman's gonna rig it so that well, if anyone goes to Montreal. Oh uh, no! <laughs> um, but I, I was actually On, reading I, that uh, that some of the guys like overseas that have played in like the SHL, like um, Holtz and um, uh, who was the other guy? Oh, Lucas Raymond. Yeah. Um, that they even if they sign a contract this year, they won't be eligible to play for the 2021 season because they're locked up. Because of the SHL contract. In yeah. the SHL, I think I yeah. saw that too. It doesn't apply to Stutzel because he is not signed to an overseas contract. But yeah, those guys are. So that could entirely affect who the Ducks pick as well. I don't know if yeah. who we picked was going to make it anyways onto the roster this year, but it could have some sway.
1: Yeah, it could. That'll definitely be interesting. Yeah.
0: Anyway, man, honestly,
1: I feel (laughs) I'm going to go back to Lafreniere for a second. I still feel (laughs) honestly, like as much as I wanted him on the docks, I still feel terrible for Detroit. Oh yeah. Like (laughs) I'm like I'm sorry, guys. Like that should Lafreniere should have been wearing the uh, the winged wheel this coming season. Yeah, big capital for Detroit. Brutal, (laughs)
0: like. Like I like I remember seeing that, and I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's just a big slap in the face. Yeah,
1: I think that's honestly even worse than Edmonton like getting like what four out of the five years. <laughs> hey, no one's talking about that it was. Here. <laughs> <laughs> But oh man, yeah. So uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, big F uh, in the comments there for. Uh, I guess we don't have comments. Just just shout F in your car.
0: Uh, for the F. Detroit Red Wings, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can shout F or I just fuck, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the uh, the other part of the draft, phase two, the, to determine who is going to get Alexi Lafreniere, will occur on August 10th, just a day after the qualifying round will end. Um, assuming we we get games that go to game five, which I think we should see quite a few series go all, yeah, I think at, we'll at least a four. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we'll get to know who uh, who to hate for next season for stealing <laughs> the first overall pick from us, um, but we'll have to wait until August tenth. So <laughs> just a few weeks away.
1: Oh man, this like the beginning of August is gonna be great for a number of reasons. One, you have the qualifying round actually starting, so it's like meaningful hockey again. Not to say that like the exhibition games won't be exciting either, but like it's it's meaningful at that point, right? Yeah, it's essentially the start of the regular season two uh, for five games max for teams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like as soon as that's done, yeah, you go into the actual playoffs. But then you have the phase two of the draft. that's what has there ever been a phase two that you never knew who the team was that was going to get the first pick? Right. You knew every other pick at that point except the first. Yeah. So you're. Oh man,
0: it's just gonna. It's gonna be interesting to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited for for it. I'm literally counting down the days until August 1st. Yeah. <laughs> last little piece of news here we got. The Ducks announcing affiliation with the Tulsa Oilers of the ECHL. I don't believe the Ducks had an ECHL affiliate. Um, yeah, I don't think they had season. one last
1: season. I can't think of who it was if they did.
0: Yeah, neither can I. But we have one now, so... That will be the Tulsa Oilers. I don't know where Tulsa is. I do know the Oilers, but not these ones. So, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be interesting. Have another uh, team to talk about.
1: Yeah, Tulsa is in Oklahoma.
0: Okay. Where's Oklahoma? I'm really bad at my state's geography. Uh, Well, it's, it's in like, the states. <laughs> okay, thank you. Is it, like, middle? Uh, I'm, I'm taking a look at an American map here. Give me just okay. a second. <laughs> I know we like to shit on the states every once in a while on here, and this is your time to shit on us for not knowing where Oklahoma is. Uh, Oklahoma is the state uh, right above Texas. Oh, okay, yeah. So,
1: like, kind of in the middle, and it's hot. Yeah, middle, middle southern. So, okay. I mean, I think it would be considered a southern state.
0: So, sure, why not? If it's close to Texas, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about the. Uh, ECHL affiliate there. Do you have anything?
1: Uh, good to have one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so, pretty much it. I
0: mean, n- news was news, so
1: it's been it's been pretty slow for the Ducks lately. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, yeah, it's been
0: pretty slow everywhere. So yeah, so.
1: But yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that, that's 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 what it is. We have an ECHL team that is named after. Oilers. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a,
0: that's named after a uh, division rival in the NHL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now uh, now I can say go others go, and if a ducks fan gets mad at me, I'm like, I'm talking about Tulsa, man, <laughs> a CHL affiliate. Let's go. <laughs> uh, It'll be good. Uh, yeah, all right. Um couple things that we want to talk to you about before we uh, we wrap up this episode here. First one, coolhockey.com. If you guys are regular regular listeners of the podcast, you know all about it. Since 1999, CoolHockey.com has been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed NHL hockey jerseys in North America. To them, quality is just as important as it is to you, and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA.
1: Cool hockey stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok, and CCM and hand-stitches them in their 15,000-square-foot state-of-the-art production facility in Toronto, Ontario, to ensure the most authentic customization possible. Since they don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors, they're able to offer the best quality, pricing, and delivery time on
0: all their products. Cool Hockey staff live and breathe hockey, and it shows in their work. Find out why coolhockey.com is the number one source for NHL hockey jerseys online. And if you
1: buy today using the link and the code we provide here, uh, you can get your first or next jersey from them for 30% off. So again, go into the link that We uh, have uh, on whatever player you're using, Spotify, Apple, wherever. Click that link, select your jerseys, and then put in the code THPN for 30% off. THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network.
0: Again, that's promo code THPN for 30% off. And also by using that link and code that we have given you, we can receive a little bit of commission off of each purchase made through the link that helps us to make some cash, to make the quack report bigger and better for everybody, including doing some video, which we're going to start doing next season now. So you can find us on YouTube starting next season, uh, as well as, you know, everywhere else, just as audio, whenever uh, next also, season starts, <laughs> whenever that happens to be, we'll say December. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the uh, seven-game series that we did on NHL 20 that we uploaded to YouTube, still up there. You can watch it if you haven't already or relive it if you're still looking for a hockey fix before August 1st. I don't want um, to relive that. <laughs> that was so horrible. I was so disappointed in myself. Uh, yeah, I was disappointed in YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do another one. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, it allows us to do that sort of stuff, and it also allows us to do giveaways for uh, kind of whatever Ducks merch uh, quack report merch once we get that going and thanks to you guys we are able to do a sort of small giveaway uh we just hit 100 followers on twitter we thought this was the perfect time yes celebrate uh, we thought this was the perfect time to give something away so we're gonna give a anaheim ducks hat to one of you lucky folks all you have to do is be following us on twitter at quack report pod um you have to like the post that is up there now retweet it and reply with your favorite current ducks player. So do those four things, follow like retweet and give us your favorite ducks player. And you will be eligible to win the Anaheim ducks hat. You got all week to do so. Um, So, you know, take your time and and picking your favorite ducks player, not too much time, only a week, but you don't have to decide right away. Um, It's a big decision. I know. And uh, if you do all that, then you got the chance. So, Contest will close July twenty sixth at eleven fifty nine Pacific time, and we will announce the winner the next day at some point. Whenever Nate gets on Twitter on the Monday, on the Monday, on July twenty seventh. I don't have so, my, yeah. I don't have my work schedule for
1: July twenty seventh, so we'll have, well, I'll, I'll figure it out. at some point. It'll probably be on my could lunch be morning. Break. <laughs> could be lunch break. Could be afternoon. Could be evening. It will be that day, though. That I will tell you who won. It
0: will be our yes. Anaheim Ducks hat. So the episode is out right now as you guys are listening to it not as we're recording but recording it but as you're listening to it that means the post is up which means you can enter yeah <laughs> unless Nate shits the bed on the morning of July 20th and doesn't make a post <laughs> i'm late for work <laughs> uh, so yeah that's uh, that's all thanks to you guys that we were able to do that so yeah lots of lots of big stuff coming for the quack report and first one is the giveaway of the duck's hat
1: yeah, I want I remember that's, o- I I remember that's only on Twitter as well So you have to be on Twitter So if you don't have Twitter like Carter did in a couple of weeks ago Get Twitter like Carter did a couple weeks ago And follow us on Twitter Like Carter did a couple weeks ago And you'll be eligible to You know Apply to win that nice hat Unlike Carter Unlike Carter, he is ineligible <laughs> Yes, I'm going to make myself eligible though Because fuck you <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Carter, we got. Uh, I, I asked for some questions. I asked it really early this morning, and uh, so I probably got lost with uh, you know everything else going on on Twitter. Honestly, today has been absolutely yeah, it's been busy for some wild. Um, oh, fun fact! The uh, sorry, I'm just seeing this trending now. Um, the Edmonton uh, CFL team has apparently put out or if the rumored name has uh started swirling as to what the rebranded uh edmonton eskimos name is going to be and it sounds like it's going to be the edmonton empire i thought i thought they were keeping their name no i think they were uh yeah they were they weren't too sure either because eskimo can be seen as a, a derogatory term yeah. or whatnot but Um, yeah, the Edmonton
0: Empire seems to be the name going around right now on Twitter. Hmm. No, I thought they determined, though, that they, like, that it was okay and was, like, a tribute to, like, their northern heritage or, like, the northern Inuit culture and stuff. Yeah, I'm not... But I don't know. They could have changed their mind after Washington Redskins. um, Yeah. I mean that one, that one that was, one was honestly pretty bad but <laughs> that it's pretty bad yeah, yeah I uh <laughs> I, I don't know how that one ever slid yeah I, I wasn't until now but <laughs> I, w-
1: I wasn't sure about the Eskimos I mean I can I can see kind of both ways I didn't really necessarily have mm-hmm. a definitive stake I guess into what side or whatnot but mm-hmm. um but I mean if it's the Edmonton Empire that'll be Kind of interesting. Uh, one Twitter user here said, uh, is Palpatine behind the naming of the Edmonton Empire? <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it you, Nate? But, did you say that? It was me. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: So uh, let's get to the actual reason I'm on uh, Twitter right now. Uh, so, yeah, we asked. Uh, I asked early this morning if you guys had any questions. We got one question here from our friends over at Uh, Sporty with Corey and Richie they are the Arizona Coyotes podcast hi guys we love you Uh, they wanted to know uh, that uh, or what
0: our favorite donut is alright I'm gonna really confuse people with my answer at least the ones that aren't from Canada Uh, I'm going with a Canadian maple from Timmy's there you go it's a maple glazed donut filled with whatever they fill a donut with it's like the Boston cream filling yeah yeah that's my that's my go to. Or a Boston thought, cream. That's that's that's, that's fair. Go-to.
1: I thought you were gonna say it like when you were like I'm gonna confuse them. I thought you were gonna say the Elvis. Oh yeah. Which I've is like it uh it's like a maple, what do you call them? Like a long john, but it has yeah. pieces of bacon on it as well. <laughs> mm. oh, <laughs> like God, if sorry. that's not Canadian. No. Like <laughs> <laughs> Um Okay, I gotta say I really like the sour cream glaze, actually. It's so basic. That was one of my favorites. I always, I always love that one, especially in like the timbit form. Uh, if if you don't know what a timbit is, it's a, it's a donut hole. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I really like those ones. Birthday cake is pretty good too. Oh,
0: birthday honestly. cake, honestly. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, good. or even just like chocolate glazed. Chocolate That's glazed timbits. Too. Yeah. Sign yeah. me up for those. Yeah, those are good.
0: Or those That's little good. like I think they're like cherry or something. They're like oh yeah, they got like the little red bits in them. Yeah, I have no idea what they are, but man, do I love them!
1: I think the most interesting one right now at Tim Hortons is the, uh, the Fruit Loop one.
0: Yeah, (laughs) those. (laughs) Yeah, I have. I didn't know what it was at first, and I I was like, "This is interesting." It's like fruity, and then I figured it out, and I was like, "I mean, yeah, it tastes like Fruit Loop, but I don't really want it in a donut."
1: (laughs) There's some that actually have like Fruit Loop, like Fruit Loops on them. Yeah. So Mm. I I don't know how I feel about it right now. Yeah, it's interesting to say the least.
0: I'm not going to not eat them, but I'm also not going to go out of my way to eat them. I didn't know if I should be filling my box up with milk or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but They do actually have Timbit cereal. I haven't tried it yet, have you? No, I haven't. I'm I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it could be really good. I'm scared know, that I'm going to like it too much, you know, <laughs> and then that's all I'm going to eat.
1: Maybe we need to do like, that, that'll be our next thing. We had our NHL... 20 uh games against each other now like our bonus stuff is gonna be we're gonna try food or something (laughs) like that honestly that could be terrible terrible for the both of us because we both love food yeah um i kind of want to do that now just like get people to say like yeah this is a this is a food you should try and then we'll try it
0: (laughs) we should we should do a mukbang do you know what that is
1: no it's a mukbang is that is that like
0: a gangbang (laughs) no it's like asmr but you just eat like an, like a shitload of food really close <laughs> to a microphone and like as noisily as possible. Uh, that'll be interesting. yeah. We, we shouldn't do that, but we shouldn't do that. I, but I am down to try some food and, uh, and see what happens. Well, you guys
1: can let us know on Twitter at QuackReportPod pod if you'd like us to do some uh, food tasting, uh, maybe that becomes another show for us. you never know. yeah
0: also please nothing gross. Don't be like, oh, you should eat, like, elephant balls raw. Like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Give me something, like, I can go to the nearest grocery store and just buy. Want some prairie oysters? Um, What are those? <laughs> <laughs> it's cow balls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> Apparently, it's really
1: good, actually. I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. I've heard that's pretty good. Yeah. I. I, I might try that. I, I do remember seeing
1: uh do you remember Gene Simmons Family Jewels, that show?
0: Uh vaguely, yeah. I remember
1: I remember there was an episode that uh they're like, Yeah, here like try some of these like prairie oysters. He's like like as they bring it out and he's like, What's that? It's like it's prairie oysters. Well what is it? Well it's like, cow testicles. It's what? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Gene Simmons, eat the cowballs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a a sentence I didn't think I was going to hear today, but (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, I feel like we shouldn't leave the show there, but I think it's also time to go. (laughs)
1: That's 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 honestly the best place we could leave it, I think. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, let's leave it there.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to us uh, talk about whatever we talked about for an hour. We had three things on the outline, and I feel like we barely (laughs) hit those, so... Like I said, I don't know short episode, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't short. Um, oh. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back in probably a few weeks once the uh, first round of everything uh, or the first game of everything gets underway. So beginning of August, you can expect us back, I would say. Enter the giveaway. Look out for that on Twitter. And uh, best of luck to all of y'all. Unfortunately, only one of us or one of you guys can win. But uh, if it was up to me, I would buy 100 hats also if i won the lottery but none of that happens so no <laughs> we're here we are uh so yeah thank you guys for listening you can uh follow us on twitter at quack Report pod uh you can follow my new twitter account at pots p-o-t-t-s a goal a game um and nate where can they follow you uh, you can follow me on twitter as well at
1: tate namas which is just taking nate thomas switching the n and the t around
0: There you go. And you can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. Remember to eat your cow balls.